Dwellers. It is episode 8 of Dwellin' on Ellen, which means we are only five weeks away from my birthday. This is, of course, a 12-week deep dive into the life and career of Ellen DeGeneres, who uh, was 32. Her character was 32 in the first season of her sitcom, Ellen. And I'm going to be 32 on May 5th, which is kind of catch- catches you up as to why we're doing this whole thing in the first place. Today we're going to be talking about The Ellen DeGeneres Show, which is Ellen's talk show. Uh, we both talked about The Ellen Show and Ellen. Those are both sitcoms. We talked about her stand-up career last week, and we talked about her in the movies, and we've yet to touch on her being a talk show host, and that has been by far the thing that has most uh, regularly employed her. So I'm super excited for us to jump in on this today, but before we do that, uh, we have a very small segment, very small segment today called Selling with Ellen. It is a Dwellin' on Ellen exclusive, Selling with Ellen. Uh, it's just a little bit of Ellen news. Ellen and Portia are selling their Santa Barbara Tuscan-style home, uh, and if you are looking to maybe buy that home and live there in Santa Barbara, California, I will tell you that it, um, you, you, you've got to have about $45 million. So... At the low, low price of $45 million, you can live in their house, uh, which is uh, cool on its own, even if it was just like a shack somewhere, a radio shack even. Um, But according to TMZ, this is what the house looks like. So it was built in 1930. It has six bedrooms, nine fireplace, and the living room alone is 800 square feet. So you could see, I mean, a lot of money will get you a lot of house in Santa Barbara. So if you're looking to relocate, or maybe you're already in Santa Barbara and you're just looking for a home... I think it's time to cash out that uh, 401k and get yourself Ellen and Portia's new house. Okay, so that was Selling with Ellen, and now let's get started with today's real show. All right, so we are talking about the Ellen DeGeneres show today, Ellen's talk show, and I want to give you guys a little bit of history about the Ellen show, or it's just called Ellen. I mean, pretty much anything Ellen's ever done, we just call it Ellen, because uh, everybody now she's kind of like Cher, where she doesn't need a last name, or Roseanne. Roseanne doesn't need a last name, really. Um, but it's Ellen. Uh, so <laughs> her talk show, Ellen, or the Ellen DeGeneres show, whichever you'd prefer to call it, I'll probably call it Ellen just for the sake of simplicity for the rest of this episode. So Ellen, the talk show, had a release date of September 8th, 2003, which if you remember from last week is a few months after her stand-up special Here and Now came out, which was kind of a big ramp up to her. So it was like, she was Dory, then the special came out, and then she hit the talk show, like bam, bam, bam which was kind of cool, and then the talk show was a huge hit for the beginning, and it continues on to this day. There has been 2,253 episodes of The Ellen DeGeneres Show, which is mind-boggling. I don't know if I could do something 2,253 times, Um, and Ellen continues to do it to this day. So, I mean, after today, there will be more episodes, and um, after tomorrow, when you guys listen to this, even more episodes. It just is a... It's a, it's a it's a big thing and it won't stop anytime soon unless I mean something crazy happens. Um, so fingers crossed, nothing crazy happens. Okay, so whew. one of the cool things that came out of the Ellen DeGeneres talk show is that Ellen created her own game, which I know a lot of friends out there who like to do game design and stuff like that. Ellen uh, at least partnered up with somebody to release her own game called Heads Up Charades, and it is a super fun party game that it's a, an app on your phone that you can use. And um, actually, in order to explain it, or to give you guys a sense of what it's like to play Heads Up Charades, I got my dear friend Patrick J. Riley to play Heads Up Charades with me just a few moments ago, and here's how that went. Superstar, let's do superstars. Let's do superstars. I think that's yeah, let's do superstars. All yeah, right, yeah. cool. So I'll show them to you, All and right. you try to get me to guess them, okay? Okay. Here we go. 
All right. And then if I get it right, I think I go like this. And if I get it wrong, I go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Oh, I'm excited. Let's do this. Here we go. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, she's a comedian, gays lover. Uh, she's loud. Kathy she's bossy. Yeah. Uh, he's royal. He's married to Kate. They oh, have a baby. Prince William? Yes. Uh, oh, she just won the Oscar for La La Land. Oh, Emma Stone? Yeah. Uh, he's like me, but talented, and it was in School of Rock. <laughs> Jack Black? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, she shoots uh, wolves uh, from a plane, and she can see Alaska. Sarah Palin. Uh, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, everyone saw her boobs at the Super Bowl. Oh, sure, Janet Jackson. Yeah. It's just one boob. Oh, he's on Broadway right now in Great Comet. Uh, he's an amazing singer. Uh, Come lift me up. Oh, Josh Groban. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, oh, God, she was in Jennifer's body, and she's not Megan Fox. Oh, Amanda Seyfried, or whatever. Yes, yes. yes I win the counts, yeah. that counts. Yeah. Oh, I love this game so much. <laughs> All right, so with our final score. Yes. Holy moly. What is it? Eight. Horrible, we got eight. Oh, good. Yeah, it's good. I love this game so much. I know. Do you have it on your phone? I do. You want to do yeah, it around? Yeah, do it for me, and then we'll... Calm down, Billy. Sorry, my dog's freaking out behind me. It's an exciting game. It it riles up all the dogs. Yeah, yeah, he's he's losing his mind. Oh, now I'm getting kisses. So everything worked out perfect. All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> you got so many things going on. No, I know, I know. All right. So which one do you want? Oh, Billy, calm down. All right, you're getting away from the window. Yeah, I know. I know. You got so much going on. I know, buddy. I'm so sorry. All right. What what category would you like? Uh, I'd say let's keep with superstars. Um, all right, let me, how do I get rid of my little guy here? So I don't see myself. Uh, yeah, I just I get clicked rid- on it and it made it real small. Oh, there we go. Perfect. So superstars? Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you see the screen? Yes, it looks perfect. Perfect. All right. All right. Here we go. Okay, he's in Triple uh, X and Fast and the Furious. Vin Diesel. Yep. Yeah. Uh, she was in Can't Hardly Wait and Party of Five. Oh, oh God, what's her name? She has three uh, names, and the, her middle name is like an adjective. I have no idea. Okay, I good. Care. It's Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, oh she was no, in yeah, Speed okay. and Love Potion number nine, and she's very oh, famous. Oh, Sandra Bullock? Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a stand-up comedian who is Hispanic and loves to talk about being Hispanic. He has a new show on TV Land. George George Lopez. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is dead, unfortunately. Uh, but she wouldn't go to rehab. Brittany Murphy. No. Nope. Oh oh oh. Uh, Amy Winehouse. Yeah. I went to Brittany um, Murphy. She wrote fast. Harry Potter. Oh, J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Uh, he does karate and like he is just he's a meme basically, and he was in a bunch of '80s movies and sidekicks. Uh, Chuck Norris? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was Ferris Bueller. Oh, Matthew Broderick. Yep, there you go. Yeah. Yay. I, uh, I can't believe I went to, like, Brittany Murphy right away when you said <laughs> dead person. I don't know why. R.I.P. I got seven, so yeah. Does that count, Matthew Broderick? Yeah, 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 okay, so cool. seven. Good job. Yeah, we did it. We, uh, that's close enough. Yeah, it's a pretty good game. Ellen, yeah. this is, it's Ellen's game, so it's gonna it's be It's so good. It's so, yeah, you're right. 
It's it's so great. I, have you watched the? Uh, you probably went over the how to play video with her. Oh, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't yet. Oh, but I'll oh you haven't it. yet? Because yeah. it's because it's great. Because it's it's like very much like Ellen's kind of like <laughs> way of explaining something, which is adorable. That's All right. Awesome. Hey, real fast, uh, plug something yes. that you've got going. Oh, on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have I have two podcasts. I have uh, we wrote a musical with Kevin Frolix where we talk about musical theater and the fact that we wrote a musical. We have new episodes out every Monday. And then coming out in a week or two, uh, I'm going to have one side of conversation with my little, my baby dog, Bananas. She's a chihuahua, and I tell her we solve murder mysteries. I love it. That's like awesome. Like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Thank Sarah. Thank you so much, Pat. Have a good day. All right. Bye, Bye friends. So, yeah, that's Heads Up Charades with Pat. So if you guys want to, please, please listen to We Made a Musical. And also check out uh, One Side of Conversations when it comes out. Patrick is a cool guy. He's all over the city, so go and check him out live, too. Um, that's about it for just some history that gives you guys like a sense of all the cool stuff that is in this universe of her talk show. Um, if you've never... I mean, how if, if you've never seen it before, I can give you a basic breakdown of how an episode looks, too. So it, it it's a daytime talk show, but it's run pretty similarly to a nighttime talk show. Ellen comes out at the beginning. She does a monologue, and it's very similar to her stand-up. Uh, she goes into the audience and she dances uh, while she walks over to her chairs and then she usually has like some a little bit or a banter that she does with her DJ uh, and then um, she brings out guests and interviews them and then also does like fun games and stuff with them all the way through um, so that's a basic episode of Ellen if you've never seen it, uh, it that is very strange you've had 2,253 chances and um, you should start tomorrow. I guess if you're listening to this on Friday, wait till the weekend's over because you won't find it. It's only Monday through Friday. But anyway, so that's the basic breakdown. Let's go ahead and jump into There's, I mean, there's so much to talk about. So let's just go ahead and jump right in to the second segment. Alrighty. So I mentioned in the first segment that one of the things that Ella does is when she comes out, she does a monologue up top that is very similar to her stand-up. And uh, there's two that I wanted to highlight in this um, episode today. There is, um, so, like, I mean, there's been 2,253 of them. It's really hard to pick some of the best ones. But there are two that are really um, on my mind. And the first one is about Bic Pins for Her, which this happened a few years ago. Uh, Bic, the pen company, released a special round of pins that were made for ladies and they came in pink and purple, and Ellen thought that was very funny. There was also a big internet thing that was going on at the time where people were writing Amazon reviews about how silly the idea of having pins for ladies were. So Ellen just kind of jumped in and added to the conversation with this bit, and I'm going to play it for you guys right now. So, uh, you know, on my show, what I like to do is I like to promote kindness and equal rights, and I don't like labels, and I don't see color. I'm like a cocker spaniel in that way. <laughs> And I don't like pointing out differences between people, especially men and women. And I, I thought that women, we, we've, we've made a lot of progress towards equality. And we're, we're allowed to vote, and I think since 1982 now. And <laughs> we can wear pants, we can drive at night. All those things have happened. And then I saw something that makes me think we still have a little bit of uh, ways to go. It's a new product from Bic, the pen company. And they have a new line of pens called Bic for Her. And, <laughs> This is totally real. They're pens just for ladies. I know what you're thinking. It's about damn time. <laughs> Where have our pens been? Can you believe this? We've been using man pens all these years. <laughs> yeah. And they come in both lady colors, pink and purple. 
and they're just like regular pens, except they're pink, so they cost twice as much. <laughs> that is absolutely true as well. The worst part is they don't come with any instructions. So like, how do they expect us to learn how to write with them, you know? <laughs> I was reading the back of the pack. Well, I had a man read the back of the package <laughs> to me. And it said it's designed to fit a woman's hand. This is all true. I'm not making any of this up. Designed to foot, fit a woman's hand. What does that mean? Like, so when we're taking down dictation from our bosses, we'll feel comfortable and we'll forget we're not getting paid as much? I don't know. I mean, just think over the last 20 years, companies have spent millions of dollars making pills that grow men's hair and fix men's sex lives, and now ladies have a pen. We've come a long way, baby. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. That's a pretty funny bit. Pretty neat to see. Definitely more political than usual. Like, sometimes Ellen will just come out and she'll just chit-chat about some silly thing that happened. Like, a couple weeks ago, she talked about how she hurt her fingers. So, like, anything that happens in her life, she'll come out and she'll do, like, a fun little storytelling bit about that kind of stuff. But this one, it's like she found out about it as a phenomenon in the world, and then she decided, like, her and her writers were going to write this big, overarching piece that was going to take up her whole monologue about it. Um, so it's really interesting. And, I mean, she'll be the first one to tell you she doesn't like to get political on her show, but then sometimes she she will just like turn around and wow a crowd by doing exactly that. Which brings me to the next bit I wanted to show you guys. Um, this comes from a pretty recent episode, a, a couple months ago maybe, and it was all about how um, Ellen addressed the immigration ban that was happening and uh, comparing it to the movie Finding Dory. Uh, I could go deeper into it, but I might as well just play it for you here. So listen. Thanks for being here. You are the only people not protesting something right now. So uh, thank you. A lot of protests going on uh, at the airports uh, over the, uh, all over the country, really, uh, because of the president's travel ban. At the airport in Los Angeles, there was chaos and confusion. Nobody could get in or out before the protests start. That, that was before. <laughs> if you haven't heard, this is what happened. Over the weekend, on Friday, the president gave an order banning people from seven countries from entering the United States, including people with green cards. And then on Saturday, the president screened Finding Dory at the White House. <laughs> I don't get political, but I will say that I am against one of those two things. <laughs> uh, I, like I said, I don't get political, so I'm not going to talk about the travel ban. Uh, I'm just going to talk about the very non-political, family-friendly, People's Choice Award-winning Finding Dory. Of course, Finding Dory is about a fish named Dory, and Dory lives in Australia, and these are her parents, and uh, they live in America, and I don't know what religion they are, but her dad sounds a little Jewish, doesn't matter. <laughs> Dory arrives in America with her friends Marlon and Nemo, and uh, she ends up at the Marine Life Institute behind a large wall, and they all have to get over the wall. And you won't believe it, but that wall has almost no effect in keeping them out. <laughs> this is Becky. 
She's not important, just a hilarious comedic element that makes a wonderful storytelling. Even though Dory gets into America, she ends up separated from her family. But the other animals help Dory, animals that don't even need her, animals that don't even have anything in common with her. They help her even though they're completely different colors because that's what you do when you see someone in need. You help them. I hope everyone who's watching Finding Dory has learned. Tune in next week uh, when I explain women's rights talking about the movie Mr. Wrong. Wow, Ellen zinged him again with some political stuff. Man, she's really good about sneaking that stuff in. I like that very much about her. Um, so yeah, like I said, there, there's been... This, I'm going to bring it back a lot of times today. There's been 2,253-some episodes of The Ellen DeGeneres Show. So there's plenty of monologues that you can see on YouTube. Uh, if I can think about it, I'll put up a couple more on the Twitter. And so you guys can follow along th with those throughout the week. But you can also just do a search on YouTube, and a lot of them come up. Or go to Ellen's like little YouTube site for herself. It's called EllenTube, and she usually puts up all the monologues and bits from the day. And you can check it out there. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and keep moving on. So, okay, I mentioned at the beginning that, and throughout this entire thing, that there's just been so much content put out from this show because the show has been on for so long that it's really hard to pick out the best moments from the show. Um, 14 years is a long time. So I did find a BuzzFeed article that had 35 highlights from her show that they, that they ranked. You know how BuzzFeed does. Uh, so I will kind of go through some of those right now just to s discuss some with you guys, and then I'll make sure to share this article with you guys on the Twitter, too. It's really important that you follow us on Twitter. I'll say it again at the end, but you, you, you get a lot if you follow us on Twitter. So the number one one that they mentioned here on BuzzFeed is the time that they had Psy come out and teach the Gangnam Style to not only Ellen, but Britney Spears. So Britney Spears was a guest on the show, and she had mentioned, like, oh, I wish I knew how to do the Gangnam Style. And then they just brought Psy out and taught it to her. And then Britney Spears is such an amazing performer that she picked it up, like, super quick, like, really, really quick. And they have a, a GIF or a GIF, however, however you pronounce it, uh, right here in the article. That's another reason why I want to share this article with you guys on Twitter. A lot of this is very... Um, graphic interface file gif gif uh based and so i think it's important for you guys to see it as well as hear about it they also mentioned the time that she made mario lopez strip on her show to show off his new underwear when obama came on the show uh then also pretty much a lot about taylor swift because ellen loves to hang out with taylor swift then um she bought ryan gosling a really big onesie that had electric guitars all over it that was pretty neat. Also, they mentioned the time that her and Rebel Wilson rapped together, and I'll make sure to mention that next week, too, when we go into her individual bits that I find so charming. Uh, then, where else? She scared Taylor Swift. She hung out with Taylor Swift. She threw a spider at Emma Stone. Oh, and then the really important thing is that she introduced the world to Sophia, Sophia Grace and Rosie. If you don't know who Sophia Grace and Rosie are, they're these two little girls that she would have on the show to do reoccurring bits. Um, they're British, and they always dress in, like, big, like, tutus and tiaras and all this stuff, and they um, know how to rap Nicki Minaj. So that was the big thing that she had them come out and do. And one time they actually had Sophia Grace and Rosie meet Nicki Minaj, and it, it, it was so funny because uh, they didn't even know who she was at first, and then all of a sudden when they started rapping with her, then it kind of hit them, and it's such a cool, cute moment of daytime TV. A lot of Twilight things. She always does funny things with Sofia Vergara, so they mentioned that on here too. 
Tony was Ellen's original DJ, and one time she made him fall out of his chair, like literally off the DJ stand, and that was a big, a big moment. Yeah, you guys, she's done so much stuff that uh, even this, this list of 35 isn't complete enough. And so I'll share it with you guys, and we can discuss other moments that you may have remembered. Like, anytime she, she kind of does, like, an Oprah's favorite things every year at Christmas, and she gives away stuff for 12 days in Christmas, and uh, the audience goes nuts over it. The same way that they would when Oprah would give away her favorite things. So that's, that's just one highlight out of many, many highlights. So lots of, lots of stuff on this talk show. <laughs> it's a big, it's kind of a big deal. I don't know if you know. So you should watch Ellen if you if you haven't watched Ellen. That's it for this week, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Next week we're going to look into some of Ellen's best bits, including the way that she busts out the salt and pepper soup. We're going to discuss that a little bit further. Until then, please rate and review this podcast, Dwelling on Ellen, on iTunes. If you do, I make a point of reading your review out loud and giving you a nice little plug and a thank you on every episode. So please, please go and do that. Get your shout out. Also, follow us on Twitter, like I mentioned in the, the last segment. We share a lot of stuff on Twitter. We share a lot of conversation on Twitter. And that's your best bet for interacting with the show. So we are dwelling on Ellen, all one word, on Twitter. But let's go there and talk about Ellen. And I'll feature a whole bunch of stuff there and also um, here on the podcast. So uh, until next week, you guys are awesome. And I am thrilled to get to do this every week. I will see you next Friday.